800 AM and 94.9 FM KINY Juno from the Alaska Airlines Studio. Local first. Now, News of the North. From the capital city, I'm Jazz Garrett. These are the stories we're following this hour. The Capital City Classic Tournament continued last night. The Fairbanks Police Department is investigating a death that occurred while in custody. And the King Crab season opens next weekend for Juno. But first, Wednesday marked the start of the Coach George Houston Capital City Classic, the three-day basketball tournament hosted at Juno Douglas High School. This year, the JDHS gym was renamed after former Coach Houston, who passed away earlier this year. Last night's game saw JDHS girls go against the Haynes Lady Glacier Bears, while the boys faced off with the Eagle River Wolves. In the Battle of the Bears, the Glacier Bears were defeated by the Crimson Bears 60-26. The JDHS girls' second win of the Capital City Classic basketball tournament after their victory against East High School on Wednesday. The boys continued that momentum, beating the Eagle River Wolves 63-57 in a tightly contested game, making a comeback after their loss to Auburn on Wednesday. The tournament takes a break today and resumes tomorrow night against Albuquerque High School for the final games. The girls' game is at 5 p.m. and the boys is at 7 p.m. tomorrow in the George Houston Gymnasium. Girls head coach Tanya Nizich looks ahead to tomorrow night's game. Going into Saturday night's game, we've seen Albuquerque play and very active and intense team, so this will help us boost our morale for the Saturday night game. She adds what has led their team to the wins so far. We have some great leadership by our three starting seniors. That really helps helps us on the court and, and gets us in our groove. We have some freshmen and sophomore that are doing really, really great things out there. Layla Tokuoka, she's stepping up and playing every bit as a you know upperclassman style. Gwen has been on varsity her freshman and sophomore year, so she she understands the role that she needs to play, and it's nice that everybody's meshing together. Last night at approximately 11.15 p.m., Fairbanks Emergency Communications Center received a report from a caller who stated that their relative, later identified as 30-year-old Timothy McCardle Jr., had entered his home at 1910 Turner Street and had threatened him with a knife. The caller also reported that he believed McCardle Jr. was under the influence of drugs and stated that he was tearing up the apartment. When Fairbanks police officers arrived at the location, McCardle Jr. was throwing items around the apartment and out of the windows. The original caller was outside of the apartment when officers arrived. Officers attempted to make verbal contact with McCardle Jr., but he refused to speak to them. McCardle Jr. could be heard breaking things in the apartment, including water pipes. He opened the door to the apartment several times, but refused to come out. After a brief standoff, officers attempted to use less lethal force to take McCardle Jr. into custody for a felony domestic violence assault in the third degree. When officers entered the apartment to arrest McCardle Jr., he fought with officers as they attempted to handcuff him. Once handcuffed, McCardle Jr. became unresponsive. Officers began CPR and called for EMS assistance. Fairbanks Fire EMS took over when they arrived, but life-saving measures were not successful, and McCardle Jr. was declared dead at the scene. 
His body has been turned over to the medical examiner's office for autopsy. Investigation into this incident is ongoing, and more information will be provided to the public when updates are available. This incident and investigation will also be reviewed by the State of Alaska Office of Special Prosecutions. The 2024 Juneau Area Winter Personal Use Red and Blue King Crab Season will be open starting 8 a.m. Saturday, January 6th through 2 p.m. Saturday, January 13th. Analysts of data from the 2023 Juneau portion of the annual Red and Blue King Crab Stock Assessment Survey indicated sufficient stock abundance to open the Section 11A Personal Use Red and Blue King Crab Fishery. Find the winter fishery daily bag and possession limits and restrictions on our website. And Clinkett and Haida has announced that Smoke Signals Fireworks will not be open for sales this New Year's Eve. Coming up, a former Alaska state trooper was sentenced for one count of attempted sexual abuse of a minor in the second degree. That story next with Jordan Lewis when News of the North continues. On Wednesday, Superior Court Judge Andrew Peterson sentenced 63-year-old Vance Peranto to eight years with four years suspended for a conviction of one count of attempted sexual abuse of a minor in the second degree. Peranto was found guilty by a jury following a trial in March 2023. Peranto will be on probation for seven years after serving his sentence and must register as a sex offender for 15 years following his release from probation supervision. Peranto's conviction followed an investigation conducted by members of Alaska's Bureau of Investigation in April of 2018 after receiving a report of inappropriate contact between a 16-year-old and former trooper Peranto. ABI investigators learned that Peranto conducted a traffic stop involving the minor, reaching out to her over social media after the stop, and continued to speak with her to establish a relationship. ABI's investigation revealed that over a period of several weeks, Peranto sent extensive private sexual comments to the minor and at times asked her to send him photographs. Eventually, an ABI investigator posing as the victim used a social media account to arrange for Peranto to meet her at a hotel. On the designated day, Peranto arrived at the hotel and was immediately arrested. The victim and her father spoke at sentencing. Both emphasized that Peranto's actions were a stark deviation from the type of conduct that they expected from what should be a trusted member of law enforcement. Judge Peterson rejected Peranto's proposed mitigator, his request for a reduced sentence, and agreed with the state sentencing recommendation. In doing so, the judge emphasized the twin sentencing goals of general deterrence and the reaffirmation of societal norms. Judge Peterson pointed out that general deterrence should be especially effective in this case, as it's likely every trooper in the state will learn from Peranto's sentence. And he emphasized that the particular sentence was necessary, at least in part, because the Alaska community must be able to trust that members of law enforcement will not themselves violate the law. The Juneau Ranger District would like to remind cabin users the Denver Caboose in Skagway is closed for the winter. Reservations for the Denver Caboose cabin are suspended each winter between October 1st and April 30th. The White Pass and Yukon Route Railway shuts down excursion travel in the winter. The railway is private property and walking on the track is strictly prohibited. Additionally, repair work is required for the oil stove pipe before it can be safely operated. This work is scheduled to occur prior to reopening. You can visit recreation.gov to learn more about making a reservation in season.
Serve Alaska State Service Commission announced the recognition of AmeriCorps member Joanna Uribe at the Excellence in AmeriCorps Awards in Washington, D.C. last month, where she was presented the Innovative Service Award. This national-level award celebrates the impactful contributions of individuals and organizations making a positive difference in their communities. AmeriCorps state and national programs annually recognize excellence in categories such as impactful service, inclusive service, innovative service, and lifetime of service. Uribe served as an AmeriCorps member at the Public Defender Agency in Anchorage, which provides a unique opportunity for clients involved in the legal system at the early stages to receive assistance navigating the social services network. Clients often struggle with access to basic needs and the assistance of AmeriCorps members helps to alleviate that need, including treatment programs that help mitigate criminal matters, but also expand into support that benefits clients in their day-to-day lives. And the changing of the calendar early Monday offers a chance for reflection and goal setting. ABC's Jim Ryan has a look at New Year's resolutions for 2024. In the shadow of the pandemic, most promises of self-improvement going into 2023 related to mental health, according to the annual Forbes Health Survey. But on the cusp of 2024, the same survey finds that 48% of us are focused on improving our physical fitness in the new year. Only 36% on bettering mental health except for one demographic group of poll respondents, those 78 and older who are still more interested in mind than body. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Now you're up to date with News of the North. I'm Jordan Lewis. For continuous updates, visit our website, knyradio.com.